Hello, everybody. We are back for another fourth and quarantine sports podcast, episode number three. And today, we're going to stick with a little bit of a trend that we've been going through the last, for the first two episodes, actually, of our podcast. We're going to be talking about mainly NFL here again in this one. Now, for those who did want a NBA podcast, specifically an NBA draft slash NBA predictions podcast if the NBA season even happens, because obviously we don't know yet, but that podcast will be coming out shortly. I plan on doing recording that podcast tomorrow, probably releasing it Saturday night, so you'll probably see it Sunday morning or something, but this podcast should be up tomorrow, tomorrow uh, throughout the day tomorrow, but today the first thing we're going to focus on is the NFL 2020 season win totals over under. And we're going to talk about maybe the best bets and just what we think is going to happen next year if obviously there is an NFL regular season. And we're just going to start off with doing that and then we'll maybe segue into the Super Bowl odds and then anything else that we can think of along the way we might do or we might just call it an episode after that. So we can start here. Now we're just going to do this in alphabetical order or should we do it by division? What do you think? Either or. Doesn't matter. Um... We'll do it. We'll do it in alphabetical order, based on where they are. So the first team here is actually a very interesting one. It's the Arizona Cardinals. Now the Arizona Cardinals win the over under right now for their win total is seven and a half, and the over is minus one twenty, under plus one hundred, and the two thousand nineteen win total is also seven and a half. Which obviously, if you guys don't know, they went under that. I think they ended up with five wins last year. So they definitely went under that. Seven and a half this year. I'll start with the Arizona Cardinals here. I'm going with the over on seven and a half. I think the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, along with everything they already have, with the Isaiah Simmons pick. Isaiah Simmons is going to be a very important part of their defense right from the start. And with DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald coming back, who still is very productive, even though obviously his age is could be you know a concern a little bit. But he's still a very productive wide receiver. And I'm a big fan personally of Kyler Murray. I was very excited when they drafted him. And I think he's the real deal. If I had to project the win total for the Arizona Cardinals next year, I would say it's upwards of, I would go about nine wins. So obviously the seven and a half. I'd take the over and I'll uh, I'll give it to the floor to you now to decide which one you want to go with there. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. I mean, I think they can squeak out an eighth win. Um, so it, it won't be by a lot. I mean, that, that division's just stacked and loaded. I mean, when, when we're looking at the possibility of the Rams being the third or fourth place team in that division, only by, by this coming season, two years removed from the Super Bowl, you know that that obviously tells you you're you're playing with the big boys here so you know pull, pulling out anything more than 8 i think would be just you know a, a shocker and and but i think 8's doable though I, they 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 did add a lot of uh nice pieces through free agency and the draft and and honestly, I mean, last year they didn't lose a lot of games by, you know, more than than single-digit scores. Now, that's that's a normal thing through the NFL, so 
I'm not stating anything that isn't somewhat common through a good part of the NFL. I mean, if you look at it, really, it does generally come down to single-digit wins or losses more often than not. But uh, all that being said, you know, yeah, I I think the Cardinals have a, a real good chance of, you know, getting eight eight wins and and if they really just come out gangbuster who knows they they might be able to uh go over that so we'll see so what are you going with you going with the over or the push or what over you said yeah over okay so next up here we got the atlanta falcons now the falcons obviously have been on the decline ever since their 28 to 3 blown lead in Super Bowl, I believe it was 52, um, I believe, was the Super Bowl. That obviously Shanahan blew the lead 28-3. to And since then, the Falcons have not been the same team, frankly. Now, they do still have Matt Ryan. They still have Julio Jones. And they, they still have a good offense. Now, the defense concerns me, as it always has with Atlanta. Now, their win total is the same thing as the Arizona Cardinals. It's at 7.5. For this one, this is tough. I'm actually going to go with the push here. And if you guys don't know what the push means is that I think 7.5 is pretty much what they're going to be at. So I wouldn't bet over or under on them. I think they're going to be right around a 7-8 to win football team, also known as, you know, 7.5. Obviously, you can't win half of a game, but... Yeah, you got to pick one. You can't push. You can't push 7.5. Of course you can push. It's impossible. No, no, I'm saying they shouldn't bet on it. Well, okay, great. So it's which, a push. Which way are you leaning? I'm not leaning anywhere. I think they're going to be anywhere between seven and eight, and also known as seven and a half. <laughs> Nut up and pick pick a side. Are you are you, are you going? All right, the Falcons are going to win seven games this year. All right, see. So they're it's going to be an under technically, but it's a push. And what a push means, it, put, it means you shouldn't bet on it. It means it's pretty much good. yes. Technically, can they win seven and a half games? They can't. So you can't literally call it a push. But they're going to win seven to eight games. So I wouldn't bet on this either way. You never know with the Atlanta Falcons, and that's really all I have to say about that. I don't really have much more. I mean, yeah, I don't really see why you would bet on this one. Yeah, I don't have really any further breakdown. I, I'm I, I'm kind of out on the Falcons at this point. I mean, I still think Matt Ryan is a, a really good quarterback, and Julio Jones, you know, he, we don't even need to talk about how whether he's good or not. He's He's – Amazing, still one of the greatest in the uh, game playing today at his position. But I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm under on this. I, I'm, I'm just not on the Falcons. Yeah, not much really to say about the Atlanta Falcons, and we should, we are going to try to go a little quick because, frankly, we're doing all 32 teams here, guys. So obviously, if we spend, you know, I mean, you can do the math. We spend two minutes on 32 teams. It's an hour, and we're trying to keep this around 40 minutes at most. So. We're going to try to keep it short and simple. Maybe a couple teams will be a little longer. But next up, and this might be one of the teams that takes a little longer to talk about, is the Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, the Baltimore Ravens last year, I believe, went 13-3. and Obviously, they were the number one seed in the AFC. And they lost to Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, and the Tennessee Titans last year in the divisional playoffs, which I was a big fan of because we're Chiefs fans. So I would have way rather played the Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens win uh, the... Over-under right now is 11.5, which is the highest, tied with the Chiefs for the highest. This is tough. Now, the Ravens had a very good draft with Patrick Queen. They added 
a I believe they added a running back. I don't know which one. I, off the top of my head, I don't know which running back it was. I believe it was was it it wasn't Swift. I don't know who they added, but they added an, another good running back piece that they needed. They added Queen. They had a very good draft along with Calais Campbell and free agency, which was the huge pickup. And you still have a, the reigning MVP Lamar Jackson. Now this is another one that I would still say is a push, but like I said, I can't go. I can't say it's a push because it's eleven and a half. You can't push a half. I'm gonna go the over here. I think the Ravens win twelve games this year, so I, I think it's. I don't think you should bet on it because eleven and a half is a very tough number. But if I had to, if I had to bet on it, I would actually bet over. I think the Ravens once again win twelve to thirteen games this year with that with Lamar Jackson with Hayden Hurst and that tight end scheme that they run along with the new running back along with. You know, Earl Thomas on the defensive side of the ball with Calais Campbell, with um, uh, Marlon Humphrey, and with all they have there, I go, I'm going with the over here for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I, I hate to keep going chalk with you here, but I'm going to go over as well. Uh, I, I think the Calais edition is going to really be big and and you know, assuming things play out in the playoffs, like, you know, it, it, it seems like it probably will. That scares me for the Chiefs, to be honest. But, uh, but, but yeah, I, I, I think they'll, they'll be able to surpass, uh, the 11-5 and, I mean, 12 and, and honestly, I wouldn't be shocked to see him, uh, pull another thirteen. I think they'll dominate their division again. I mean, the Steelers are are going to be a little bit better than they were. Obviously, Big Ben being back and all that, but you know, I with with the Bengals, you know, the brand new quarterback and all that. I mean, I I can't imagine that they're going to have success. That's just and you know how things work and and. Uh, I don't trust Cleveland for two seconds. So, yeah, I, 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 I like Baltimore to definitely be the over on that. So next year we have the Buffalo Bills. Now this is another tough one. The Bills did make the playoffs last year. The Buffalo Bills did lose to the Houston Texans last year in the AFC wild card. Uh, it was a great game. We watched it. And so the, the win total for the Bills, the over-unders at nine – now, these are supposed to be tough. That's what Vegas does because obviously they're supposed to be tough because obviously Vegas wants your money, right? So they want you to basically just take a 50-50 shot at it. And this is kind of another one that's kind of 50-50. And this is another one I wouldn't bet on. I wouldn't bet on the over or under here for at nine for Buffalo, but obviously I'm going to choose one. And if I had to choose one, I'm not going to really give an explanation for this one. I'm just going to kind of say it. For the Buffalo Bills at nine, I'm going to take the under. That's really all I got to say for that because I want to save time for other teams. So I'm going to take the under for Bills. This one being at a straight nine, legitimate push. Yeah. Well, I would have said push, but, you know, you didn't let me say push. Well, Well, those are the half That's because you can't win a half a game. But you know what I meant by push. All right. I do. And and this doesn't have a half attached to it. Yes. Okay. So this is a push then for me too, obviously. All right. Because, like I said, I wouldn't bet on it. Now, this is one I actually would bet on. The Carolina Panthers at five and a half win total. They have ter- uh, Teddy Bridgewater now with Christian McCaffrey, my guy, best running back in the NFL, not no question. With um, their other um, weapons such as Curtis Samuel, they don't have Greg Olson anymore. But I mean, really, I think you need McCaffrey. 
is really all you need in that offense with Bridgewater. I mean, McCaffrey's going to be have another great year. They lost Cam Newton, obviously. We still don't know where Cam Newton is, and we might talk about that a little later in the podcast at the very end where we think he might end up. So for the Carolina Panthers, uh, they also drafted the, the uh, Derek Brown, the, def- the def- ta- defensive tackle from Auburn. Very good pick there. Should ready up that D-line. For the Carolina Panthers, five and a half, I'm going over. I think the Panthers win about seven games this year, seven to eight games. They're not going to make the playoffs or anything, you know. They'll be that seven and nine to eight and eight team. But, you know, I think they're, I think five and a half is a little generous here for the Panthers. Or not generous. Um, I think it's a little, you know, underwhelming. I think they go over here, five and a half. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree again. I, I think the Panthers can definitely get six wins, I think, uh Run CMC old I mean, practically take them to three or four wins just on you know Big how plays, right? how much of an impact he throws into a game. So yeah, and and, and I actually I, I I love the addition of uh, Teddy Two Gloves. So you know I mean I, yeah they'll 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 pull out a sixer. So then now we have next we have the Chicago Bears. The Bears, uh, they're one I, I wouldn't bet on either now. Obviously, they have a quarterback dilemma. They have Nick Foles now. So Nick Foles is with his third team in the last three years. We was at Jacksonville last year. The Eagles, obviously, Super Bowl MVP the year before that. And they have Mitchell Trubisky, who I don't want to gripe on Mitchell Trubisky. We know Mitchell Trubisky, for a starter, is not a very good quarterback, obviously. He'd be a good backup, but for a starter, not a very good quarterback at all. And I think that's really what it comes down to. You can always trust Chicago's defense. They have a great defense with Khalil Mack, Leonard Floyd, and all them boys out there in Chicago. But eight and a half, I'm going under on the Bears. Yeah, definitely under on the Bears. I I totally don't think they have a lot of chance. I mean, I I you know, admittedly, I haven't seen all of these teams schedules I, I so i'm i'm just doing this straight off of the off their team vegas odds and and more or less knowing what their divisions are and what their divisions are bringing to the table and i don't like what their divisions bringing to the table with the uh vikings and the packers uh you know the the, the lions are always a shit show but uh, but maybe they'll pull it to eight eight season out of their ass. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, I I, I don't even know that. I, I don't I don't feel good about the Bears. So so far we've pretty much agreed on everything. Actually, we have agreed on everything. Now the Cincinnati Bengals are up next. Obviously, NFL's worst team last year at five and a half wins with quarterback Joe Burrow, the first pick overall, is going to be the day one starter. Not that we didn't expect he would be, but they did announce that I think yesterday that he's definitively. The day one starter. Well, they let Andy go, so. Yeah, so that was definitively announcing it. And we'll talk maybe also, like I said, about Cam Newton. We might talk where we think Dalton might go because they're still the two big, I don't know if you would call them big name. I mean, Cam Newton's a big name, so we'll say Dalton's a big name too. Yep. Big name quarterbacks that haven't, don't have a team yet because obviously Jameis went went to the Saints, which we mentioned in our last podcast. Um, So for the Cincinnati Bengals, five and a half. This is another tough one. Now, they won, I believe, two games last year. They might have won three, actually. I don't know if it was two or three wins. I think three. Three. So they went three and 13 last year. You know what? I'm going to go over on the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to go six wins. 
So barely over here. I'm gonna go. They, they're gonna go about six and ten. They're not gonna be a good football team. But I think they'll be obviously an improvement from last year. I think Joe Burrow might win Rookie of the Year. We'll talk about our predictions maybe of MVP Rookie of the Year later. So obviously he's the number one pick. He might win Rookie of the Year, right? I mean Kyler won it last year, but. Yeah, I'm going to go over because I think Burrow is going to be good enough to at least carry that team to a couple wins himself, along with the improved defense, with A.J. Green coming back, you know, with Tyler Eifert. And, I mean, yeah, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go six wins for the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, I'm going under here. I, I, I don't think they'll improve by more than uh, – and now I did just, just uh, see that – they had two wins last year. Yeah, they did have two and, wins. And and I I I don't I don't think they're going to improve by more than three wins uh with the rookie quarterback and and it's not because I think it's going to be his fault. I I think they that he he'll I think he's got a promising uh future and 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 just like you said could obviously win rookie, rookie of the year. year. Yeah. However, yeah, it ain't gonna be enough to get more than three wins, so I'm 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 taking the under. So now <laughs> we have been a little off on our time management to start because we're obviously new podcasters here. So we're already 18 minutes in, and I like I said, I wanted to talk about a couple of other things, including you know Super Bowl odds, maybe predictions for next year. So we're gonna speed this up here. So from now on, I think we should just do should we just do like a lightning round almost. Sure. Not give really much explanation. If you guys, how about this? What we're going to do here, like I said, we don't have a lot of time. So if you guys want an explanation, give us a, a comment on Twitter, you know, DM on Instagram, anything, and we'll give you a full explanation about why we think something. But right now, to save some time, we're going to go through this here, and we're just going to we're just gonna go back and forth. So next up, we have the Cleveland Browns at eight and a half wins. And this is another tough one for me, but knowing the Cleveland Browns, I'm going under. Yeah, under. I hate the Browns. Now, here's another interesting team. The Dallas Cowboys at 9.5. You never know with the Dallas Cowboys. You really don't. But I'm... I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going to go under on the Dallas Cowboys. I see them about a 9-win football team. I'm going to go over. Wait, how many wins do you see? 10? Yeah, I think there's no no question they can pull off a 10. Uh, the the The... Giants and the Redskins still suck. So the Denver Broncos at seven and a half. I actually personally think this is one of the most obvious ones. I'm going over 100% on this one. I think the Denver Broncos are going to be a playoff team next year. I'll put that on the record right now. Yeah, I, I don't have an issue with that. I, I, I think that most of the AFC West is going to be at 500 or over. So next we got, and we're obviously also big Drew Locke fans. We'll put that out there too. Even though we are Chiefs fans, but Drew Locke is my second favorite quarterback in the NFL. Um, next we got the Detroit Lions at six and a half wins. The Lions are kind of like the Browns, obviously not as bad, but I don't really got much to say about the Lions. I'm going under. Under, I hate the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Green Bay Packers at nine and a half wins. I actually think. This is a little disrespectful to Green Bay after they won 13 games last year and got the second seed and made it to the NFC Championship game. Now, they have, I think, gotten a little worse. But think about it. They won 13 games last year, and they got a little worse. So I'm going over on the Packers. I think 10 or 11 wins. 
Over for sure. I think Aaron Rodgers is ready to just MVP maybe throw up a middle finger to everybody and and go all Aaron Rodgers on us. Texans at eight. Uh, I think this is this is your classic push here. Yeah, that's such a Texan. I see an eight and eight. <laughs> Bill O'Brien never does anything more than about eight or nine wins, and so yeah, I. I love the eight for them. I'll agree with you on the push. Yeah, it's a push. Colts at eight and a half. Um, they have they have Philip Rivers now, but they still have a pretty talented team. They've just been missing that quarterback. So the, really, the question is, can Philip Rivers step into that Andrew Luck type of role? I don't think he will. I'm going to go under on the Colts. I'm going to go about seven wins. I'm going to shockingly go with the over here. I I I think the old man is somehow. Going to uh, maybe the change of of scenery will will help him out, and maybe he won't, uh, you know, make that horrific mistake in the end, and and be able to uh, you know get his get his team into the playoffs. Yeah. So I think we're about halfway through. Next, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at five and a half wins. Jaguars obviously are definitely on the downfall. They have Gardner Minshew as their full time quarterback now. Um, I mean, I'm going under here. Yeah, I'm definitely going under. I, I mean, think they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, they just they they just let uh, well more or less let Fournette go. They didn't you know take him on his fifth year and and uh, you know Uncle Rico's only going to take him so far. He had a you know good for him a pretty lightning year last year when he when he played but yeah. pretty lightning year for him i mean but, when stats wise it wasn't that great but but under next up we got the super bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs at 11 and a half wins um over it's hard for me not to say over as a fan um wow that's that's I think our division is going to be tougher. Yeah, it, tough, and I and I I think we're going to win our division, but I, we're not going to run away with it like we have most of most years. Um, believe it or not, I'm going to go under. I'm I'm I, but but just barely. I I th- I I'm seeing an 11 win season, which is great. They'll win the division. No, no issues. Las Vegas Raiders now at seven and a half wins. I'm gonna go slightly over on the Las Vegas Raiders. I got them as an eight win football team. Yeah, I already said. I think think our division is probably gonna have uh, all eight or better win teams. So yeah, I, I think uh, the Raiders will be over. Now speaking of that, we got the Los Angeles Chargers, which is the last team that we haven't talked about in the AFC West. And I'm gonna disagree with you in terms of you saying that all of them are going to be eight and above because the Chargers have the seven and a half win total. And I'm going under on the Chargers. I'm going to go about seven to six win football team here with, I mean, are they starting Justin Herbert? Like I've, I've said before, I think it might've been our day one or it might've been day. No, it was our, it was our last podcast. I'm not a believer in Justin Herbert. I'm going under on the Chargers. Well, I already put myself out there. So I'm going to stick with the they'll be able to pull off an eight spot just because of the rest of the talent they have on the team. And and uh, so I'll, I'll, you know, not not very confidently, but I'll, I'll take the over just because I already said I would. So the Los Angeles Rams up next 
at nine wins. I actually think this is one of the obvious ones. I'm not a big fan of Jared Goff personally. I think Goff's quite the system quarterback, and I think we saw it in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. I think he got exposed as a system QB. I don't believe in Jared Goff. They don't have Todd Gurley anymore, which Todd Gurley wasn't much of a help last year. Um, The defense, they're losing a bunch of guys. They're losing some guys on offense, such as Brandon Cooks. They're falling apart. They really are. I got the under on the Rams. I I see about a seven-win football team in the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, under. The Miami Dolphins at six wins. Now, this this is one of the most interesting ones we've seen. Tua Tugavailoa, I don't think he's starting. Well, Fitzpatrick's definitely starting day one. If Tua starts in the middle of the season or if Fitzpatrick gets hurt, we'll see. I'm going to go push at the Dolphins. I see right about six wins. I'm going to give them an over. I think think, uh, Fitzmagic is is good for easily four or five wins on his own. And you know at some point – they're going to bring Tua in. I'd be shocked if he didn't, you know, at some point take over as the quarterback and and he'll get himself a couple of wins too, and I think that'll be enough to give him the over. Now the Minnesota Vikings are up next, over-under at nine wins. The Vikings have been a consistent playoff team for the last decade or so. I mean, not decade, but at least the last five years, they've been a pretty consistent playoff team. Now, they haven't done anything in the playoffs besides that one year that they made the NFC Championship and lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. But um, I do like what the Vikings did in the draft. I do like that they got that first-round pick out of Diggs, and I'm going to go – or they got a second-round pick out of Diggs, actually, not a first-rounder. I'm going to go over on the Vikings. I see 10 wins. And I didn't even mention Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. You had me at Cook. Uh, yeah, God dang it. I, I, I guess I got to agree with you. I, I, I think Minnesota can can do better than that. I think losing Diggs hurts a little bit, however. Oh, and they got Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Diggs that, was, replacement. That, that was actually kind of a little bit of a nuisance last year when, you know, he was – starting to get a little needy and and all that caused a little bit of uh you know kerfuffle there for a bit so so yeah i'll go with the over so next up we got the new england patriots obviously without tom brady without rob gronkowski they lost a lot of guys bill did nothing in the draft now i'm a big fan of belichick in terms of i think he's a huge part of the of the patriots dynasty like some people are like you know it was 50 50 between brady and belichick honestly We'll get into that another time. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Maybe we'll talk about that later. I think Belichick's a great coach, but the, frankly, the New England Patriots don't have a good roster really at all. I'm going under. I'm going to push. push. We got we got a classic nine win push. I, I, I think they win I, eight or I, I think they win seven games actually. I refuse to believe that uh, Belichick won't figure out a way to, to get them. To nine wins, so I'll, I'll push on that. The next up is the New Orleans Saints, and I think this is disrespectful, and I really got nothing else to say. At 10 wins, I got over. Over. I think they're about a 12 to 13 win football team. Yeah, over. New York Giants at six and a half. I mean, the Giants are just such a boring team. I don't know really what to say or think about them. You know, I mean, the Giants obviously got Andrew Thomas the offensive tackle. You know, they have Daniel Jones, who I'm not a big fan of. I don't think he's a bum but I don't think he's that great either. You know, I think he's Trubisky, but better. He's better than Trubisky, but he's not a whole lot better than Trubisky. 
But I'm going to go, I mean, I'm going to go under on the Giants. I think they win five to six games. Yeah, I unfortunately have to go under as well. They only won four last year. Seeing them win three more to be able to take the over, yeesh, I, I don't. I, I just haven't seen them add enough. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go under. Now, New York Jets are kind of the same way as the Giants. Another kind of boring team, but this is going to be one of my surprises. I actually like the Jets this year to almost make the playoffs. Almost. Now, I actually do think we'll talk about our playoff predictions. Just very early, tentative playoff predictions pretty quick here. We'll just give our division winners and stuff. I think the Jets are actually going to be very good or very good compared to what they've been next year. They won't be that great. I got the over. I think the Jets win about nine games next year. Yeah, with that number set at seven, I'll take the over as well. They're, I can't believe they couldn't win eight. So, I mean, that that's all you need to make the over work for you. So, yeah, I'll take the over. Now next, the Philadelphia Eagles and nine and a half wins. Another one I don't have much to say about. I think the Eagles are a pretty good, not great football team. I see them at about a nine to ten win. So if I could take the push, I would. But unfortunately, since it's nine point five, I can't take the push. So I'm going to go over on the Eagles and say they win about ten games. Yeah, I like I like the Eagles over too. I I don't think they're gonna, you know, light it up. But I mean, they they always seem to. As we all know, for some reason, they are the most injured team in the NFL, it seems like, over the last few years. But they've also got one of the more talented rosters year in, year out over the last few years, and they still do. And so, yeah, I like the over. So we're getting to our final stretch here. We got about six to seven teams left here. I think we got seven. The Pittsburgh Steelers are next, and the Steelers – are the same thing as the Eagles. They're have their uh, over unders nine and a half, and I'm going to say the same exact thing with the Steelers. If I could take the push, I would. I can't. I'm going to go over and say they win about ten games. I agree. I mean, they won eight last year. I mean, without be, Ben, yeah, be, bringing back Big Ben is easily worth, worth two, two wins. wins. Yeah. There's no questions asked. We we saw what they had at quarterback last year. <laughs> Pulling off eight wins last year with what they had. At the quarterback position is freaking ridiculous. So, and I'm not a Steelers guy, but but damn. So so yeah, there's Big Ben coming back. Yeah, they're 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 definitely going over nine five. So next up, we do have the um, San Francisco 49ers, NFC champions. Obviously, lost to our Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but obviously they had a great year last year. They still have Jimmy Garoppolo. They lost to Forrest Buckner. But they um, gained Javon Kinlaw on the draft. That was a good pick. They got Brandon Ayuk, our boy from Arizona State. I got the over on the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I don't think they'll win a whole lot more than I 10. got about 12. Personally. Yeah, then 10-5. I mean, they won 13 last year. I don't see them getting to that number uh, this year. But but I, I still think they can beat the 10.5. So we got four teams left here. Next up, we got the Seattle Seahawks. And I think this is disrespectful to my boy Russell Wilson, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL and the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, nine wins, really, after what the Seahawks have done, you know, just respectively over the, like, last, what, decade? This is over, no doubt. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is – this kind of makes me think of the Patriots in a way, except for the Patriots don't have Brady now, so, okay, I get it. Seahawks still have (laughs) Russell, so – 
So so really you're going to you're going to take them down two wins. They won 11 last year and you're giving them nine this year. They won 11 last year and he didn't really have a whole lot to work yeah, with. Yeah, it's like hell no. They're 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 going to be easily as good as they were last year and definitely better. You I know, think. You, you telling me they can't get 10 wins out of this year? Nah. They're going to, so now, I, next, I've got the over. Next is a very interesting one. we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously, Tom Brady's new home, Rob Gronkowski's new home. They're set at nine wins right now. I think the Buccaneers are going to be very interesting in the NFC next year, and I got them with the over. I'm going to push. I, I, I know that's that's kind of a cop-out there, but, but uh you know, yeah, okay, I, I I can see nine, but I mean, come I, on, let's let's not go too nuts. I mean, I, mean, I think they they won they how many some, games last year? They won some eight, real right? old guy seven. They won seven last year with a guy who threw thirty picks. Well, he also threw for friggin' a bajillion yards and uh, topped the league in touchdowns. So, you know, we'll see. All right, we got two teams left. The guy we got the Tennessee Titans here. AFC South, or no, they actually weren't AFC South champions, but they made it all the way to the AFC Championship game, and they got Derrick Henry back. They brought back Ryan Tannehill. They brought back pretty much everybody, I think, actually. They're at eight and a half, which is another one that's actually kind of disrespectful considering how good they did last year. Um, I'll take the over on the Titans. I got about nine to ten wins. Yeah, I agree. That's kind of weird. They dropped them down by a half game. After they just made it to the AFC Champ, and they were close to winning, making the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, they, they looked pretty damn impressive i mean yeah they were going on a run i mean it wasn't you know something they did the whole season but yeah gotta get hot at the right time bringing back all their horses yeah i'll I'll, I'll take over now the final team is just fitting the washington redskins i mean this is a the washington redskins are a kind of a you know a new york giant brown lion type of team honestly who cares um i'm gonna go i mean they're at five and a half I mean, I'm going to go under on the Washington Redskins. I don't know. I mean, the Washington Redskins just have nothing going for them right now. I hate the Washington Redskins. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the under. I, I, they they won three games last year. They're, you know, to to take the over, they'd have to double their win total to six. And I, I hate Washington. So, no, under. So that is it for the um, over-under. Let us know once again if you guys have any questions. Now... What we are going to do here really quick is I am going to go ahead and look at the Super Bowl odds really quick. And actually, it's, we can, we'll can we go through it really quick. And um, here, how about you and I just give a couple Super Bowl favorites and then Super Bowl sleepers here. So I'll start. I'll give two Super Bowl favorites. Two in each conference is what I'll do. And then I'll give a sleeper in each conference. So for the AFC, my two favorites right now are, I know this sounds bad because it's kind of the two obvious ones. But I'm going Baltimore and Kansas City is my two favorites right now. I mean, Kansas City, obviously, like I said, we're Chiefs fans. And Kansas City has brought back 20 of 22 remaining starters. They have the best quarterback in the NFL in Patrick Mahomes. They have all those weapons in Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman. I don't have to name all of them. As long with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire now with Damian Williams too, uh, soon. Or with uh, Damian Williams, too, is what I meant. And... I mean, the, the defense has improved. Obviously, last year, as you guys saw, we played very good in the playoffs. That defense did with Tyron Matthew, with our boy Frank Clark, with Chris Jones. I mean, you know, I don't see them not making it that far. Not necessarily. Do I think the Chiefs are a lock for the Super Bowl? No. I think they're a lock for the playoffs, though. 
and I think they might have a good chance of getting back to the big game. And then the Ravens, don't really have to say much about the Ravens. They got a great defense with Lamar Jackson, the MVP. I see them as uh, Super Bowl contenders. And then in the NFC, my two teams in the NFC that I think are the favorites right now is the one is going to be the New Orleans Saints. I'm a big I'm big on the Saints now. Every year I predict the Saints to go to the Super Bowl, and every year they disappoint me in the playoffs. But um, I think the Saints are going to be great again. This might be Breeze's last year. You know, they have... Michael Thomas still, which that connection's amazing. They have Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I mean they just have they have Taysom Hill as their little Joker type of player. They they have a very solid defense along with that home crowd there in New Orleans. I mean I just can't see them not making a run for it. Now number two is tough, but with my number two, I'm gonna go actually with the um, Seattle Seahawks as my other Super Bowl favorite there. Russell Wilson with. DK Metcalf with Homer, which is one of my favorite guys, that running back, and they have Chris Carson back, obviously. And, I mean, if they can just give a couple of the weapons that uh, Russell Wilson has can step up, I think they can be very good. And I'll let um, the guy next to me go next here before I tell you guys my sleepers. Yeah, I I agree in the AFC. I think that's a a pretty easy one to pick. And... uh, in in the NFC, I, I I am also on New Orleans. Um, yeah, I, you, I guess you never know, but it appears this could possibly be Breeze's last year. I mean, he did already sign the deal with NBC Sports, so you know, no nobody knows what uh, you know kind of. Kind of deal they made, like you know, hey, you can play one more year. You gotta come to us the year after, or if they just said, hey, play as long as you want, as long as you come to us when you're done. Nobody knows, uh, but I I just feel like this is the swan song for Breeze, so therefore, I I think they're gonna rallied up one more year and 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 they're always right there every single year so they're it's not like that's going out on a limb per se um the other one i i'd love to go a little bit uh rogue and and pick something like dallas here um I just I just can't trust Dallas. They, I mean, they 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 always seem like you know they should be stacked up to do something, and you know you get kind of excited. Ah, they added you know Ceedee Lamb and all this, and they'll 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 be good. They'll be really good, but they'll I just don't I don't know that I trust them and. And plus, they've got all the distraction with you know, Dak and all that. They're just for whatever reason deciding they don't want to take care of the guy. So I'm gonna actually go Green Bay in the in the other spot. I I I just I just have a feeling about Rodgers this year. I I I think he's gonna just come out guns a blazing and and just pissed off and and has a, a bit of a regime change and all that and 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 plus you know they drafted his so-called backup and all that and I mean you want to give give an old guy a little more motivation and everything <laughs> there it is you know now, 
Now he's really going to come out and say, because Aaron Rodgers isn't the guy that, guy that's going to lay down and, and you know, be like, oh, well, screw it. You, you drafted my my backup, so I'll I'll just lay down and not do anything. He's going to be like, oh, really? You, you, you're ready to replace me? Here, have have a little taste of this, and and so, I I just I just feel like Green Bay is is a big possibility. So now, really quick, we're uh, running out of time here because we want to keep it. It's we're at forty right now, and we want to keep it. We're gonna try to keep this around forty five to fifty minutes at most. So I am gonna go really quick here with my sleepers. So in the AFC, I've already kind of said it, but. The AFC is interesting because the AFC, there's not really many teams that I could see making the Super Bowl besides those two teams, Baltimore, Kansas City. I mean, are you the same way there? It's just yeah, kind of weird. So Those two teams are so strong, it would it would take something kind of miraculous. Like a Tennessee or, Titans. Or some big injuries by one of those you know, top teams. For, it would take a Tennessee Titans type for run. that to happen. I mean, you you would think. So I think those two teams are far ahead of everybody else, the Chiefs and the Ravens. But if I had to pick a third, and this is well, this isn't necessarily my third seed. Like I said, we're picking sleepers, so this is the dark horse pick. I'm going with the Denver Broncos as a dark horse pick, not to make the Super Bowl, but a dark horse pick to be very good next year. I think the Denver Broncos are going to make the playoffs next year. Now, I'm not saying the Denver Broncos, like I said, are going to win the Super Bowl or make the Super Bowl or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. But I think they're a dark horse team to possibly make a Tennessee Titan-type run next year. I just like what they're doing in Denver. I like Drew Locke. I like what they did in the draft. You know, I like the way they drafted the two wide receivers to add to Locke because they already had the pass rush in the secondary in Denver. They added A.J. Boye, a very good signing there. I mean, I just like what they're doing there. and I got Denver as my sleeper in the AFC. Now, for the NFC... My sleeper, I'm back and forth with this one. But at the end, I was actually going to say the Arizona Cardinals, but I'm not going to say them. At the, end of the, at the end of the day, I don't know if I would call them a sleeper because they're obviously gaining hype now. But I'm going to go Tampa Bay with my sleeper in the NFC with Brady. I think Tampa Bay definitely makes the playoffs. Now, do I think, you know, they're going to go super far? Well, we'll see. But I think Tampa Bay is my sleeper in the NFC. My sleeper in the AFC is going to be Tennessee. Um, they were they were close. They they've got most of the pieces back, so I I, I think there's a reasonable you know thought that they could be there. Uh, in the NFC, I'm going to go with Minnesota. I, I think Minnesota is definitely. Uh, a very good team and, and, you know, right up there with Green Bay and, you know, sure, they're going to be fighting Green Bay till the end and all that more than likely, but uh, I think Minnesota's got a, uh, a, a fighting chance as well. So now in our last little segment here really quick, and we'll, I think we're going to go ahead and get into the Dalton and Newton stuff um, with our next episode, the next NFL episode, because like I said, the episode that will come out after this one is just going to be me because I'm just going to be talking about just me solo talking about the NBA draft and what I think might happen with the NBA and just NBA all together. So that's going to be the NBA episode. But for this episode to finish it off, I think you and I are just going to go through our uh, playoff, like not necessarily playoff predictions, but just our playoff kind of teams that we think are going to make it. And I start with the AFC here and my playoff teams. I got the one seed. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs as the one seed. 
I'm going with my boys in Kansas City as the home field advantage, number one seed. Like I said, I think they win 12 or 13 games, and I got them as the one seed. And the two seed is the Baltimore Ravens, I think. I think the Ravens win like 11 or 12 games, like I said. So I think the Ravens are the two seed. Now the three seed for me is going to be the AFC um, – what division would this be? I'm blanking out here. AFC South champion, right? And it will be the Tennessee Titans at that 10-win mark or 11-win mark that I said they would hit. So I'm going with the Titans as my three seed. And then with my four seed, I'm going with the New York Jets. I'm going with the New York Jets as the AFC East champions this year. Now, like I said, these picks might change because we're so far away from the NFL starting. I mean, we're at least, what, you know, four months away from the regular season or four or five months. But I'm going to go Jets in my four seed. And then my two wildcard teams are going to be the Denver Broncos and the Buffalo Bills for the AFC. So you can go with your AFC here. Mine's pretty similar. I, however, am going to go with uh, actually how it ended last year with the Ravens as the one seed, the Chiefs as the two seed, uh, the Titans as the three seed, the... Oh, God, I don't know. The... What are you thinking in the East? Are you going to go Patriots? Yeah, I'm going to go the damn Patriots. You know how it is. Every year we're like, oh, this is the year the Patriots are going to oh, be down and all that. Oh, Darth Vader on their team. Yeah, whatever. They've got Lord Palpatine, so so I'm still going to be on the Patriots to be the four seed and win their division. Um, wild cards... I like Houston, and I like... You jump on the Denver bandwagon? Yeah, I think I will. I was I was going to go with Jets there, but I, I yeah, I, th- I think I'll go with uh, with Denver. I, I think our the, the AFC West is going to be a strong division. So our last year is going to be the NFC. Now for the NFC, my number one seed is going to be the New Orleans Saints. I got the Saints at about 13 wins. They'll be my number one seed in the NFC South champions. My number two seed will be the San Francisco 49ers, the 49ers, NFC West champions. And I think the 49ers will win, you know, that same, you know, 13 to 12 win mark. So that'll they'll be my two seed. My three seed is going to be NFC it would be NFC North champions, Green Bay Packers. I also think Aaron Rodgers will have an MVP type of season. And I think Aaron Rodgers will have a very good year next year. And I see them as the three seed. And the four seed, my NFC East champions will probably have to be the Philadelphia Eagles, actually. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be as great next year. I got the Eagles as my four seed. And my two wild cards, now this is going to shock some people. But and this is actually tough, and I actually oh we forgot it's three wild cards next year, not two. Oh shit! All so right. for my third wild card in the AFC, so I said it was going to be the Broncos, the Bills, and then for my third wild card, I'm going to actually go with the Las Vegas Raiders as my third wild card. Okay, I'll throw in the Jets. So there's for the AFC. Now for the NFC, like I said, so we I had my division winners: the Saints, the Forty ers the Eagles, 
and the Green Bay Packers. And my three wild cards now, and it's actually better than three because now it's not as hard for me. I'm going to go Tampa Bay as one of my wild cards. I'm going to go the Minnesota Vikings as one of my wild cards. Or sorry, no, 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 I'm not going Vikings, sorry. I'm going Tampa Bay, I'm going Seattle Seahawks, and then my third wild card team is the Arizona Cardinals. All right, I got number one, Narlins. Uh, two, Green Bay. Three, uh, one of my other divisions here. NFC West, you got the 49ers or Seahawks? Oh, yeah. Uh, Niners. They got Cowboys, right? Uh, four. Oof, I no, I don't know. I I I like the Eagles, Eagles better. Yeah. yeah, I don't trust the Cowboys. All right, so I got three wild cards here. Yeah. Good lord, uh, three wild cards, no questions asked. I got the Vikings, uh, for sure. Have Seattle. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, just because you go Tampa Bay, yeah, freaking Tampa Bay, will they'll squeak in. They'll they'll somehow get their ass in there and everything. Actually, I'm a I'm a Bruce Arians guy and and all that. So I I don't think from a coaching standpoint he'll screw anything up. And and I mean, old or not, we know Brady's not gonna himself personally screw things up and so yep that's a good go and we have just hit the 50 minute mark and that's going to be it for this episode i'd like to thank you guys for tuning in if you guys stayed this far i appreciate it um always if you can give us a follow on twitter fourth underscore quarantine and instagram's the same thing just with a lowercase q on the quarantine we'd love to hear your feedback you know dm us with anything you guys would like to hear or suggestions or just questions and we'd love to answer it and we always tweet so twitter's the big thing you can follow us on instagram but instagram's not as big we're mainly into twitter and we would very uh, greatly appreciate it and thank you for all the support on apple Podcasts. um subscribe if you want to on our apple podcast um and thank you for giving us a listen and we're out have a good one late